Okay, um, welcome to this second series, uh, second episode of Man in the Van. I don't know what series we're on, it's been a long day here at the Michelin MX Nationals. So much so, I'm cracking open uh, lovely Estrella. I would offer Bob one, my guest uh, Bobby Bruce, but of course, A, you're probably underage. Yeah, 16. 16, so I don't want to encourage that. Um, you know, but maybe one day in the future. Bob, here's to a good day's racing. So, um, listen, today, let's talk about the day. Let's start where, we, where we've been today. How did it go? You, you're out there in the expert class. Now, there's a reason for that. We spoke earlier, you said about want to just gain a bit more experience. Although you've gone straight into MX2 at the Revo British, you feel like you want to get a bit more experience at 16, not not go straight in straight away. Yeah, that's that's the that's the goal. Uh, we're racing the European Championship this year, so we just thought, why not just gain some experience ready for next year on the 125? It'll make us stronger for the European Championship, and we get to race the big boys on the Saturday, and then we can do our, like, our own thing on Sunday. And there's nothing like racing these men. There's nothing that uh, can get you like fit and strong enough for the European so I think it's a it's a good it's a good idea I think. That's pretty cool that you're already sort of set, accepting that you know you're still a young lad because it's easy to get egos get away from you you know you've had such a stellar last year in the youth ranks and you, straight away you're realizing that you're not a full-grown adult you're not a man yet you know and some kids your age sort of don't they, they think they've had come off the back of a great first year in, in the rookies or everything yeah I'm the man but you seem to be feet on the ground. Yeah we've I've seen a lot of people go from like winning the rookies and then jumping the pros and struggling. I didn't really want to be like them, so I think you know if you come in chilled and accept that you're already not going to beat the top boys like Conrad, he, he's on another level today. So I think it's been a good day, really, and hopefully some more of them ones. Yeah, I just forgot to mention, by the way, a big shout out to Whole Shot Motorhomes, of course, whose lovely vehicle we're sat in. Uh, it's, it's nice, isn't it, Bob? Yeah, nice leather, leather trim. Yeah, Bob was commenting on the on the van. Um, so yeah, so what are your plans then, regards at this stage? You're 16, um, you, you have been talked about a lot, and quite rightly so. Last year was a great year for you, you know, you, you was absolutely ripping on that 125. Realistically then, what is the target with it? Have you put year, like proper target goals, or are you just working hard and you're gonna let it roll each year before you then make a decision on where you're going after that? We've, we've got a rough plan. We're, we're gonna stick to the Europeans this year, race the British Championship and obviously MX Nationals in MX2. And then depending on how well the European Europeans go, Lee wants Lee wants to make a European 250 team with me and then 250 in MX2 over here. So that's just a rough rough go and see how it goes. Oh mate, that's a proper, proper deal. Obviously we work together on Team Green. Uh, I think that's fair, it's fair to say the Team Green programme does what it does but it hasn't got the you know at this stage the resources you know from like a big outside sponsor to go to that level you got pretty big pretty quickly so you had to move on to a 125 anyway off, off the 85 but obviously working with somebody like Lee who's more of a privateer team with support from Gas Gas is that better for you and also where he's situated because you, you're quite close to where he's based yeah. and all that that must help yeah definitely he's such a big help he's helped you know, me and he's got Steve on the team as well. He he knows what he wants, and and he's he's good at getting what he wants. So and he rides as well, so he knows how it is to be a racer. So he's good. What's it like with Clarky? Uh, I, I I pulled him apart today. I went down onto the pit line, a pit start straight area, and he had his crash helmet off. He 
And he did look a little bit like Wurzel Gummidge. His hair was like, he needs conditioner, that boy. <laughs> and his moustache, he shaved him <laughs> What's he like? Because he's a good laugh, Clarky, but has he, has he kind of put an arm around you a little bit yeah, as a senior pro? He's, he's been giving me a few pointers, and you know, it's, it's good to have someone like him. He's been around for a few years now. He's raced Europeans, he's won Europeans, so it's good. He's, he's a good teammate. We, we get along good. Yeah. What about the old man? Let's talk about the old man. Um, always been full of it. Um, in a good way has he finally conceded that you're better than him now because he was no. still holding on oh he's come on no way he can't he is, he is. no he's, Bob he, he will never ever let that one go well he still in his heart of hearts believes that he can he's better than you 100% ask him every every time I say it to him he it turns into an argument at the end of the Listen, I, I don't want to start any kind of domestic violence, but you know, when you do become a fully grown man, you have to knock him out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pending, it's coming. <laughs> it's, it's on the way. He's a granddad now as well. Yeah, what's that is. like? Um, obviously, your eldest, uh, your eldest sister, um, what's it like being Uncle Bob? It's good. I, I grew up with three sisters, so finally there's a boy in the family, <laughs> so we can get him on a bike. He'll be around here soon. That's national racing. Yeah, fair play. So how did it how did it start, Bobby? You know, how did you get into it? That was from dad racing, I guess. Yeah. And when did it start? He started when he was nineteen and uh once he had me he, he got me a bike and I, I started on a CRF one ten and then I had a crash and I didn't really enjoy it that much so I give up and then he was still racing and then he got me another bike, I got back into it and then ever since I was about four years old I've not stopped. Yeah. You've got you got quite a lot of determination. I noticed that from a young age, obviously working with you a bit. You know, you, you've never really sort of rolled over and quit on stuff when, when things have got a bit hard. Is, is is that something that you think is is obviously just inbuilt or is that something that you've you've kind of worked on to the mental side of the of the riding? I, I think um, I get that from my dad. He's so, he's so mentally strong and he, he's always taught me from a young age never to give up and just keep, keep getting at it. So I think, and racing these boys you can't give up so yeah. I think that's helping as well this year and last year I had such a good season so I think you know just getting mentally strong is such a big deal in this game so talking about the finer details then so you've been here uh, just in case we, if you didn't uh, bring it up at the start so today Bob's been riding the MX Nationals in the expert class now what they do there at the Mitchell MX Nationals is you have the expert class on Saturday race with the pros so basically Bob's been riding the expert class day on a one two five against the MX2 guys, um, you know, against your teammate Clarkie and, and, and all those guys. And obviously Conrad, you've mentioned earlier on. Now you've done that, I know you've done it at MX2, you know, so you've done a couple of races now. What, can you can you pinpoint what makes the difference between where they're at? Is it just experience or, you know, or is it just that you've got to take more in and you're out there learning? Is it a strength thing? Yeah, what? definitely. They're just so strong. The first few laps, they're so fast. The intensity from from youth is just it's that as well, really. Is like, it is it more than what? Even though you said at the start of this interview, you kind of got your feet on the ground. You knew what was coming. But is it still way more than what? When you're the other side fence watching, is it still way yeah, more intense than pe you imagine? People don't understand. Like the first one at the uh, MX2 race done at Cullum, I was shocked. It's like literally 30 people in it's, it's, it's a joke really it's, it's, it's hard but now I've done a few races and got a few under, I know I know what to expect so it's it's a bit easier but it's, it's still not easy there no. it's so much harder on the but, other side of the fence but does it does it help and what, what I mean by that is you've got your feet on the ground so I guess the balancing act is to not get too beat up mentally that you're that they are that much quicker 
Is that are you telling yourself that now? Yeah, I think I think help is helping being on a 125 because before the gate even drops, I know I'm at a disadvantage. So the the best I can do is the best I can do really. So as long as I give everything I know I can give, I think I, I know I'll be up there. Yeah, but it's obviously to ride with these guys is going to help for the EMX 125. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. When was the turn? Was there a turning point on the 125? Because you went to um, the MX of Nations, right? We were over there in uh, Assen, and it, let's be honest, we, we all saw it. It was horrendous weather. And for me, you know, I knew you, you were good. I've always known you were good, but that was the one where it was kind of like, hold on, you know, it's a bit of a breakthrough moment. You, you nearly took the race win, other than maybe a, cut of, a couple of back markers, yeah. just getting you out of rhythm. Did that, was that a bit of a turning point? Yeah, and getting off the yam as well, I think going, going with Lee on the Husky, helped as well loads and just getting a good seat a uh, good winter as well yeah. like we did this year with brian out in spain it's just getting a good winter and knowing coming into the races that you're fit and strong i think the last two two years has been like a real like i know i can yeah. do it sort of thing so that's brian jorgensen his training yes. year so how does that go with brian because he's a top and i mean he could yeah. ride he was silky smooth you know it, has that been a massive help for yeah you? it has it, it really has we spent like three months over in spain this winter with him and he can still ride a bike yeah. and he's still fit as a fiddle on a, on a cycle yeah. bike as well so he, he's been there and done it he's got all the experience he's raced Everts and won GPs and stuff so he is, he is a real good trainer he's yeah. helped us out a lot so you know obviously this is a stupid question in a way but I, I'm always going to ask it the, the, uh, the target is always people race to win but they, you've also got to have a dose of Except, realism yeah, reality what, what have you got any expectations going into the first EMX 125? What you know, are, are you really confident you can go out there and take race wins, or is it just like this year, shoot for a top five, a top ten, or are you like absolutely in it to win it? I, kn I know I can win it, but last year at Matterley, I went in with the same attitude and I ended up hurting myself. I just want to get the first few out of the way, and the season's going to be long, so just don't rush things, take my time. And if a win comes, it comes, yeah. but I'm obviously going to try my best, but I'm not going to. Hopefully, make any stupid mistakes like I did last year and end up breaking my wrist. So, goal is to win, but I think I've got to finally accept that you can't win the championship in the first round. No. So, we'll take it as it comes. If a win comes, it'd be unreal. But remind me, because I am I've been up to speed with the calendar, which I should do with all the date changes. Should be constantly monitoring a, a calendar. So, the first EMX is at Matley, right? Yeah. That's fantastic, isn't it? So, like I said, you know, a little bit of redemption on last year as well. Yeah. You're a year older, stronger, better, and you know you have hopefully more than four thousand people in there what was that like last year it, it was the unreal there was, there was a few fans there last year it was, you can hear them going around that yeah. top bend where everyone stands it's good unfortunately i couldn't race but you can hear them they are there yeah it's it's unreal yeah so get off to a solid start and then and then is it just like uh the, so the plan so you're already the 250 team i mean that's great that you're a year ahead with with the with the planning do you do you hop on a 250 or do in practice or just gooning around or are you just thinking no that will mess my brain up let's just stick on a one yeah five. i haven't ridden a 250 at all no no we just we didn't want to jump back and forth and it'd be like forgetting what how to ride a 125 we just we spoke to a few people in the past and they said don't do it so i mean it's, it's not a bad thing i don't think it's getting me fitter and stronger so yeah absolutely you gotta hammer it well you gotta be fitter and stronger to beat your dad because according to him he's still gonna He's gonna still gonna, you know, wax you and show you and school you. He beat me in the pub, not on the bike. Oh, I, I can categorically say he's a force to be reckoned with in the pub. 
Um, so listen, so what are you doing tonight? It, it, obviously we're between days now, you've got another whole day of racing tomorrow on a tough track. What does Bobby Bruce do on an evening at an MX Nationals now? And a 16 year old kid that's just gone 1-1 in the expert class, what, what, what's the plan for the rest of the uh, Go back to the hotel, rip a nice Nando's, chill out. Of course, he's, of course he's a teenager, I mean every teenager. Can't beat a Nando's. No, does one of and them. And then chill out, ready for tomorrow. Yeah, fair play. Well, look, um, it's good to finally get you in the van for a man in the van. Um, obviously, having worked with you for a couple of years, I really do hope that it goes on schedule for you. You make the grade, you have a good career, and you know, like, make a a good stab at it and end up being a GP rider. Is that all it is, really? Like GP rider? You got any aspirations yeah, that's, beyond that's that? That's the goal. Yeah, to be out there, top GP rider, I think, is is the main goal. Yeah, just try not look at is as that just small goals at the yeah minute. exactly it's a it's a long way to the top it is um to rock and roll but you're you're doing things right at the minute so from us yeah dirt hub and all that just wish you the best of luck um stay off these yeah right leave that to the old man and myself uh when you've when you've got there and you've won world championships potentially and won the motocross of the nations for britain and all that then you can retire and get as good as your dad at drinking <laughs> nice one all right uh that was bobby bruce for the uh acer what is it acer united gas gas because i think a couple Designs. of times i've thrown out the old husky thing on commentary today because i keep forgetting you've already changed the gas gas yes it's weird it's hard to get used to you i kept saying it before yeah. it's early days though it's only round one i'll get i'll get used to it bob go and enjoy your nandos thank you take care there you go mr bobby bruce nice one and also uh, thanks to fxr and again whole shot motorhomes for getting behind us doing what we're doing with this um right go and scuff your fat face it's all <laughs> right you're 16 you burn it off you won't put any weight on i'll burn it off today yeah that rough track she was she was sketchy today it was yeah it's when you start you know really pushing on getting the other side of 40 it's either shift which by the way craig elwell from dp constantly reminds me um he, 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 he saves all pictures of me off social media which is weird in its own right and then sends him over and insults me for being fat yeah he, he does love that to be fair yeah you got you got to play him at his own game though well, you got to get him back absolutely you know i don't i don't i don't pull him up on his short falls and anyway i'm not fat it's middle-aged spread i'm nearly 50 for christ's sake <laughs> too many of them right go on get going uh, he's out of it nice one bob Cheers, i'll speak Jeff, to you tomorrow so there you go that's bobby bruce uh, man in a van number two for this year um we'll be coming back here with some more I'm going to probably try and get a few more riders here at the Mitch and MX Nationals, so um, hopefully you'll see them soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks to Whole Shot Motorhomes. Thanks to FXR. That was another man in the van. Catch up later. <laughs>